Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Undiluted Truth, coming to you from All Seasons Tabletop Studio. I am Ben. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Also, our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Today's episode will be a continuation of... Let me get this right. I almost drew a blank right there, and you guys know I've been struggling with this. I I, I really should start writing things down, maybe. Um, maybe I'll do that in the future. Cue we card. I don't know. Cue card. Yeah, cue card. Um, but anyway, it's going to be a continuation of frustrations of COVID. I was going to say mandates. Of COVID policies. policies. Thank you, Mike. And restrictions unleashed by frontline medical professionals part two um so maybe i'm just messing with you guys and acting like i'm you know forgetting so that i don't sound like a recording every single time because i've started saying the same thing in the same way over and over so you know i could just not be here and it's just a recording that you play mike and you know you no, no 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 i got i got to mess it up every once in a while so yeah. you know it's live ah so well, that okay so you know i'm alive cuz Technically, this isn't live, at least not to the listeners. Well, it is right now. It is right now. Yeah, it's yeah, live yeah. to us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so without any further procrastination and delay, let's welcome in our host, Mike. Yay, hey, Ben. <laughs> it is good. Maybe we should say, and without further mistakes or w- oh, without further. Ooh, I'm not sure we can do Without that. further goofs or, you know. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if uh, I'm not sure if no further mistakes is going to work for yes, at least me. Uh, I mean, yeah, it might work for you, Mike. Well, I, I mean, I, I know that you're a professional over there. Oh no, I didn't know. Mike never makes any oh, mistakes oh, over there at all. No, no, on no, his no. side of the table. Oh, I am. <laughs> I, I appreciate the fact because I I will definitely do the same thing. <laughs> that you will call yourself out. You go well, boy, and right in the middle of it too. So that's hey, you know, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, once again, we are in the middle of, I there again, the frustration from these American frontline doctors over uh, policies and, and restrictions that n- need not have been put in place. And just to the depth of what these guys are uncovering and, and talking about is just incredible. And there again... It, it, Rock tumblers and truth seekers, welcome again to yeah. another episode of the Undiluted Truth. And we we made this suggestion uh, before, and we'll do it again. We'll ask you when you listen to this, get somewhere where you know that you're not going to be interrupted, and just meditate on what is being said and done. Take notes. You can play it back. Obviously, you can play it back, but you you've also got the references uh, from where we're getting it. Um, this is really worth listening to in a in a way that uh, that that maybe you wouldn't you know obviously listen to a book being read uh, you know online or or anything off of the radio this is important stuff and i think the the one thing that we do forget as as people that are even doing this you know we're trying to share truth with you all of us out there share truth with each other and maybe things that we've heard and whatnot. But right. I'm not so yeah. sure until I heard this particular roundtable that I had the ability to sit back for a moment 
and meditate on what would it be like as a doctor and not be able to treat my patients in a way that I know that was going to help them. I think for me, the only way, uh, yeah. those, of, those of you who may have children, think about what it would be like as a parent, and you know what would help your child get better or whatnot, and you were being told that you can't do that. Mm. You've got to wow. sit there and watch them deteriorate and their health worsen. Th- that's only part of the frustration that's going on here. So yeah. um, with, uh, without any further mistakes or... <laughs> we'll, or, we'll try. or, or we'll try. delay uh, uh, to let you know this is an interview with Dr. Richard Urso and Dell Bigtree from the High Wire that is basically highlighting okay. the roundtable that was done there in D.C., which once again was headed up by Senator Ron Johnson, and God bless him for you know the, the, him making these uh, you know the, these meetings of the uh, available so yeah okay. all right and to bring you up to where we are with the interview dell and dr urso were just talking about the fraud or the misinformation let's just say the fraud that was put out by the lancet which is the top of the line medical yeah uh, uh, absolutely uh, uh, say the medical Book, journal book journal, journal. yeah yeah, uh, yeah uh, i believe that's one of the top medical journals yeah i right, think right? that one is the yeah. top in the u.s maybe uh because i know the uh um the other one new england journal of medicine i think is that that might be the worldwide that's one, one of the yeah that's yeah, one of the top so, ones as well but they yeah. this was all to do with the early treatment early treatment uh, medications, and, and this was uh, the one that was done on hydroxychloroquine. So that's where they are discussing this right. and how it was made fraudulent and Dr. Urso speaking on that. So Okay. All right? Yeah. Ready or not? Here we go. Let's roll over some rocks. And so it got called out, and, and guys like you, started saying, show us the data. Show us exactly where your data comes from so that we can start looking at it. Surgisphere was the one collecting that data. And as it turned out, they refused to provide it. Didn't have it. The entire thing was fraud. It was made up. And the Lancet had to retract that paper. And that was being quoted by Tony Fauci, being quoted by the health agency in the United States of America saying it came from Harvard. And now we know hydroxychloroquine doesn't work. And the entire thing was based on a fraud. There's complete corruption and fraud at the highest levels. But let me say this. I know people at the CDC, the NIH, and the FDA. It doesn't trickle all the way down the line. Some fantastic scientists there. But the problem is at the top levels, they're basically very closely aligned with Farmageddon. And basically, at this point, we really have no control over what's going on there. We can't even get them to show the data. Pfizer's not going to show us the data. So we, we literally are stuck not being able to review the vaccine data, for instance, you know, yeah. and, and this is a no novel vaccine. Everyone wants to review the raw data. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. That's called transparency. That's how we're supposed to do right. science. All right. Well, this is Harvey Risch talking about the immune system. People who've had COVID and then get vaccinated have lower levels of anti-nucleocapsid uh, antibodies. 
And this means, and since the vaccines don't address the nucleocapsid antigens, they only address the spike, it means that they're doing something that's damaging the immune response in a more general way than just what they do with the spike. And this is empirical data that Public Health UK has published. So we know that this is happening. It's not a theoretical issue about all of the niceties of, of laboratory biology and virology of things that could happen. It's a real thing that's been really observed by their testing. I mean, a lot of us know mm. Dr. Harvey Risch because he is, you know, one of the go-tos on Fox News. But I just want to show his CV. I mean, this just when you look at this, folks, this thing is 73 pages long. We could spend the rest of the day showing you how much, you know, Dr. Harvey Risch has achieved in his career. And so when you hear the pejoratives thrown at you guys, you know, that, oh, they're just extremists or fringe doctors. You guys are some mm. of the most mainstream doctors in the world as we know it. So when he was saying, when he's talking about, about the immune system and, and nucleocapsid, for layman, what, what does that mean? So, so what, what's being thrown at us is, uh, and again, the Superman, super immunity. So if you get the, the virus and then you get the vaccine, you'll have super immunity. No, you don't. And he points that out. And <laughs> right. there's a couple scary things. Not only do you not get super immunity, but you get attacks on P53 and BRCA genes. These are your mutation suppressor genes. They're called tumor suppressor genes. These are being attacked by the spike protein. The paper was cited. I cited it on, on, uh, after Harvey finished talking. Yeah. The other thing that's mm -hmm. happening is toll-like receptors 7 and 8 are getting attacked. That is important for T-cell surveillance in your immune system. That's not a good thing for, your, for the spike protein is doing that after the vaccinations. So what, he, what he's addressing is not only is natural immunity denial ridiculous, but to say we have super immunity, it's actually, in, in some cases, the antibody production is going also in a way towards the spike rather than the nucleocapsid, which is this more superior immunity. So in every which way, we have a counter argument that is much more detailed, much more uh, well done. And like I said, with the natural immunity denial, 146 to one, this is, we have almost indisputable evidence that everything we're saying is completely true. And that's the scary part for them because we've done our homework. We have world-class people that's why I say we're America's doctors, we're the world's doctors. That's what we're trying to do is lift up the others so that they can come forward and feel free to speak. It's a scientific fraud. Next, mm -hmm. we have Dr. Paul Alexander, who was brought in by the Trump administration to oversee. He worked for the WHO. He had been asked by the WHO as soon as the pandemic started to start really looking at the data. He has mass, you know, his ability to crunch numbers and, and look at it and figure out what was happening all over the world is bar none. So from his vantage point, from inside of the firestorm that was taking place with the pandemic, from the perspective of having worked with Health and Human Services, this is what he had to say about natural immunity. We put together about 150 pieces of evidence and we found conclusively that um, natural immunity is not just equal to, but far superior than vaccinal immunity. And I think um, there was this misperception from around uh, the fall of 2020 to the beginning of 2021, when the vaccines were beginning to get to the completion phase and be rolled out. Uh, there were some studies put out there, some small studies saying that, look, your, your blood antibodies are waning, so therefore you're losing your immunity. But these public health officials at CDC and NIH, they knew better than that. 
they knew that they were misleading the public and they were misleading the government and the population. They knew better than that, that your serum antibodies can win, but they knew that we had another compartment, your cellular immunity, your long-lived B cell immunity, T cell immunity, that was robust, potent, lifelong, durable. We had a study uh, done around 2008, 2009, published in SIDRAP, that looked at the persons who, there were some persons still alive at about 95 years old from the Spanish flu, and they were infected. And what the research showed is that those persons who were still alive, their blood still produced a cellular response, T-cell immunity, Spanish flu, 90 years prior. That evidence us the robustness of the, of, of the immunity. Okay. There you have it. So I had not heard of that study, but that's powerful. I haven't either, but I mean, yeah. You know, you, wow. you know, we, you know, some people will say, oh, as a, you don't have immunity for a lifetime. You, you're going to have to, you know, you might get sick again or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they, right, right. They've got actual proof from a study that people that lived through and did get the Spanish flu. Yeah. Right. And have they got it again? They didn't, they weren't vaccinated. Right. The, the, and they checked, you know, what their, you know, their antibodies were. I mean, 90 plus years old and right. robust, robust yeah. protection still after that length of time. But I, and I know that we were talking about it before. I mean, we think why in the world do we have to have studies today to talk about natural immunity? Do, doesn't everyone know this? Does not... The, you know, yeah, I'm well, yeah. So, but you know, but if nothing else, we are getting some of these, the, the, these uh, uh, trials and, and, and some of this uh, the research brought out yet again, right? You know, by these individuals that are almost trying to hush the you know, the the naysayers, the, the crowd that that is totally not willing for whatever reason, I have no idea why anyone would, would want not to have, you know, I, I grew right. up, I grew up during a time that, you know, everybody around the, the schoolyard loved to brag about what they had, you know, wouldn't you want natural immunity? Would you want to say, Hey, I'm not worried about that because I have natural immunity. And all you have to do is use there again, Ben, a little common sense to go, right. Well, you know, it, I mean, we weren't vaccinated back in the day for certain things and we have built up this natural immunity. So right. I, I mean your your natural immunity is kind of like I, I don't know, let's say um I'm gonna use a weird analogy, but let's say building a bridge, right? Okay. If you built the bridge and it fell over, obviously it didn't work, but it, if if you get a disease and you live through it and you get over it, what I'm saying is your body has basically built that bridge, right? Yeah. So the bridge is there. It's it's sturdy, and and then, um, kind of what I'm getting at is that once you know how to build the bridge properly, because you've survived that, right? When somebody else comes along and you know says, "Well, I need this little bridge built over here," you know, like a mutated thing that's like virus down to like 20% Whatever. we've talked about intruder. before that your body can recognize. Right. So if, if another intruder comes, 
your body's like, okay, I know how to, we beat this the last time and you're very similar to this. So, you know, you might have a few symptoms, but your body's going to know exactly how to take care of it and get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, bridge analogy was kind of probably stupid, but. Well, no, no. But yeah, I mean. I mean, (laughs) You actually caused me to to think of it in this way with a bridge. Okay. You have a bridge Mm -hmm. and the enemy has infiltrated and come across this bridge and got to you. Okay. Well, you have fought them off. And then in this process, you've tossed them down in the ravine or whatever it is underneath the bridge. And you've blown this bridge up. Okay, right, right. So that they can't get back across to get to you. Okay. Well, now they're circling around and trying to get a, across from another location, which uh, there's another bridge. Yeah. They're, okay. kind of, they're going to come across again. No, they're not, because I know how to blow up bridges now. Uh, okay. I, I'm going to okay. blow this bridge up so that they can't get to me, so they can't get to me. Yeah. So, you know, there you go. so we're still using bridges, but yeah. uh, we're using it in a, in a little bit different. I mean, they way. might get a few shots off while they're trying to get across the bridge, but then oh, you blow sure. up the bridge and well, yeah, you're done. yeah, exactly. You might get yeah. a little wounded, and uh, but you're, but you're going to get through it. That's right. You know, absolutely, one hundred percent. So, all right, all right. Uh, back at it here. I mean, bringing evidence, and and frankly, what he's saying there in, in the indictment there is they knew. Meaning the guys I was working with, Tony Fauci, Robert Redfield, Deborah Burks, they knew natural immunity was superior to this vaccine from the very beginning. Yet all to this day, all we hear is, well, I'm not sure about natural immunity. We are locking down. We treat naturally immune people as though they are completely unvaccinated or a leper, really, when we know that they have the strongest immune system there is. What are your thoughts on, on this? A couple of thoughts. You know, one, we have the SARS-CoV-1 patients from uh, 2003, and they, uh, a really good study, were, were done at the Karolinska Institute, um, and they showed that the requisite immunity, the T-cell immunity, the robust T-cell immunity was still there. Remember, though, that there's also memory B-cells that make, mm-hmm. that make antibodies. So we have requisite immunity in many levels to deal with past invaders. That's, that's what this, our system is designed to do. So... You know, it's to, to deny that is, again, scientific fraud. Um, everyone knows uh, it's, this, is, this goes to immunology 101. To, so to say the highest level um, politicians, I'm going to call them politicians, um, are, are saying uh, in our political fields, uh, Fauci, I'm going to add him to that list, uh, unfortunately, because he's obviously a bad scientist. So to say these things are not true means either he doesn't know, which makes him a very bad scientist, or it's fraud, and and I I know it's fraud. So, okay, well he just called it right out, but 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 I like the way oh, he yeah. framed that. He framed it as well. He's either because he, he's saying he doesn't know. Well, if he doesn't know, yeah. he's an awful scientist because this is immunity one hundred and one. Yeah, and and absolutely, you know, and I'm going to throw myself right in there because I'm going to say that I just entered medical school and I've been here for a couple of days, and the first thing they taught us was the immune system. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of where I'm right. at. And, and to yeah. me, it makes perfect sense. We understand it. We can repeat it. And we can, even with even with the analogy of bridges, we can help explain it. But right. somebody like Anthony Fauci and these other, the other part of the, 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 the task force team that uh, Dell had, had mentioned, they're, well, we're not quite sure about that. Uh, and 
are you really kidding? Are you kidding me? Yeah. These are the people that we're listening to. These are the people that we're taking instructions from. And and they're not, and, and keep in mind, Anthony Fauci hasn't seen a patient period in over 20 years. Well, um, yeah. Uh, so this yeah. is what's so frustrating yeah. about it. But it, and 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 you know sometimes I, I it's a wonder that I do have but it's, hair because it, I, I feel like that I continue to I'm, I'm ready to pull it all out because I'm going are, do we really have to go down this road again? Uh, yeah, it, but apparently so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I mean the thing that's <laughs> again going back to that whole math that didn't add up at the beginning. Okay, you you have places like the CDC and. Well, Fauci, whatever the heck he's in charge of, um, you know, whether it's the the COVID little task force or whatever the crud it is, it doesn't it doesn't really matter to me because even from the beginning, both the CDC and him, from what little I saw, even from the very beginning, they're flip flopping back and forth. It's like, yeah. if you're going to be the ones that are telling America what to do, you should be absolutely sure what you're doing if you're going to say this. Yeah, you know. Uh, like, in my opinion, like that high up in quote the you know well CDC what what is that the Center for Disease Control yes so you would assume that they're like the main hub kind of thing right well I mean that's kind of what well you have that and then Fauci was actually employed or a part of the department of the the NIH right I, I'm just saying National just based Institute in Health. based on titles alone. You yeah. would think that they're the center of the universe for this thing, right? Yeah. Well, then shouldn't you know what you're talking about? You 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 abs- would think that you, you would know what you were talking about, yeah. or you would come out and say, "Guys, we're not sure what's going on, so we're going to take some precautions and do this for a little bit." But that's not really what they said. No, they're just like, "No, do this, and it'll." What what was that? Two weeks, we'll flatten the curve and, yeah, and yeah. things like that. We're still waiting for that flattening yeah, of the flattening curve. The, yeah. uh, it's, it's, At least to work the way they think. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm just saying that those types of organizations, just by descriptions, are kind of like, oh, you're the master of the universe kind of thing, and yet you're flip-flopping. Well, well, two well things. then why in the heck do I want to listen to you? Yeah, well, well, we shouldn't. And I, I mean, but that was me from the very beginning. It's like, well, some, something yeah. ain't right. We we you knew know? something had, had Something's went wrong yeah. here. That was me from the beginning. I'm like, something's wrong yeah. here. Now, I hadn't done all the research you you did it even up even back then, but I mean, it just, like sure. I said, didn't add up in my head. Exactly. It's, some of us uh-huh. were, yeah, like, this just doesn't like, make sense. Well, two things that, that Dr. Russo had, had mentioned, it, it kind of really sums up what we were just talking about. You know, he used that analogy about Fauci either being a bad scientist or it's fraud. Just a and bad then, human. And, and, no, and, no, and then he sorry. said, the last thing he said was, and he knows. He didn't say it might be. He says, and I know it's fraud. Yeah. So he know, he well, knows I mean, it is. And so, you know, he's he's living up in it, up close and so forth. And another thing, you know, in reference to the CDC and the FDA and some of these other you know, organizations, NIH, he did say that. He wasn't painting them every single employee in these departments well, with one yeah, brush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, it, the sad part about it is, he said there are good scientists there, and there, there, there's people that know. And but thank the ones that there are, but, yeah, but there's ones at the top that are sort of pushing them down right. as they put out this, you know, this mantra. So, yeah. Um, anyway, let's let's continue on. Right after uh, Doctor Russo said he knows it's fraud. <clears throat> now. Let me ask you this question. Has there ever been a vaccine that is said to be 
equal to in its in the duration and robustness of the of the protection. I mean, is as far as I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, natural immunity is superior in every vaccine that's ever attempted to mirror it. May come close, attempts to, but has there ever been one that reaches it or bypasses it? So natural immunity, the purpose of vaccines is to provide immunity in places where there's a high rate of death. So if you, you, know, if you think about it that way, um, there is a reason for vaccination. That's why we believe in vaccination. That's why my six kids have had 300 vaccines. Mm-hmm. All right. But at the end of the day, this is to say that natural immunity is not superior. If you could survive smallpox, you have an incredible immunity at that point right so to go and say natural immunity is not superior would be the first time ever okay now i kind of when i was sitting there all you guys weighed in on natural immunity right and it's something that we've talked about on this show years before there was even the pandemic and um you know i myself grew up i wasn't vaccinated as a child um i have natural immunity to everything that i did catch that was available to catch handled it fine think i'm doing pretty good um, but I was a little frustrated and I, and I want to, I want to like, I'm going to chip at you a little bit because I, okay. He's going to chip at him a little bit and we're going to let him, but before this, okay, just based on what he said, some people probably just rolled, you know, out of their chair or off the sofa or, or hopefully if you're driving, you, you didn't drive the car off the road. But when Dr. Russo, a doctor said that he had six children, they've been, they've had over 300 vaccinations. Yeah. Wow, I I want us to recall, remember now. That now, sounds like a lot, though. It's it's <laughs> now one thing is important. He he didn't say they were mandated to take them. Right. It was exactly. his it was his choice, and and let's also remember that when he when he they were talking about putting vaccines in areas where which was more or less death death zones, you know, where there was predominantly you know people dying. Right. But exactly. let's let's remember this: natural immunity. Yes. Is the best immunity because you actually get the virus. You allow the body to f- fight everything off. It me- remembers it, and you you cook on down. You know the the backside of it. Well, the the vaccines that they're speaking of were were weakened pieces of a virus, not basically like a dead virus, but there was enough of it. Enough there, of it was alive for your body to, to do what it's supposed to do. And, the exact, and create an antibody for yes. it. Yes. So you're not getting a full dose of smallpox, exactly. you know, and, and going, whoa, man, uh, this could kill me. No, the idea is to give them enough so that the body can do what it's supposed to do. Right. That makes sense to me, you know. Which, which basically, which I mean, and you're probably getting there, that basically what the vaccines quote are doing is it's not just a vaccine immunity. That's, that's really not it at all. No, no, it's really not. what the vaccine is doing is with a, with a virus or a disease that is that deadly is basically so that more people don't die is giving you a very small dose so that your body can say, okay, got it. I, I understand what this is and recognize and defeat it before you even get the real virus that way you're already protected against it, but you're protected by your natural immunity, not the vaccine. That's right. So it's just a natural immunity aid in yeah. those specific situations where there's a high death rate. Yeah. And yeah. COVID was never a high death rate. No offense, because well, that's a bunch of fraud no. too, but I'm and sure the, we'll get there. Eventually. Well, and the vaccine, 
it's has, not a vaccine. Has no yeah. attenuated part of the virus in it at all. Right. It's not really it, it a has vaccine. Nothing. It's exactly. It's nothing to do with that. Yeah. So. So. All right. Anyway, so sorry, so now, I didn't want to take over for you, Mike. That's but, all right. But no, the, I, I think it's important to understand some of these basic concepts of yeah. the yeah. the immunity. Now, Dell's going to chip at him a little bit. I like okay. the way he puts. He says, "I'm going to chip at you a little bit." Yeah. So uh, here we go. I feel like mainstream medicine have not uttered the words about natural immunity. You all seem to know about it. Said it's. You know, it's immunology 101, yet I can't remember the last time I heard a mainstream doctor mention natural immunity. I think you guys have always known, geez, if we talk about that, then my belief in vaccines will be undermined. And maybe my patients won't think about, you know, getting the vaccine. Am I wrong? I mean, it's, 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 I'm glad it's happening now, but I'm a little frustrated that it took, you know, a lie this big and a dangerous vaccine to actually get doctors to start telling the truth about natural immunity. I, I think you hit the nail on the head with what you just said. Uh, in ter- uh, there's a couple of things here. One, most docs aren't exposed to vaccine injuries. So, so in general, if somebody says, how many people have died of the flu vaccine? Not that many, you know, there's, there's a lot. So this is the first vaccine we've been exposed to in history where, you know, it's, as you know, this number of vaccine over this last year has Trump the amount of deaths that's occurred over the last 30 years. Correct. So the, uh, the numbers game comes in and makes it really apparent that vaccines aren't always safe. But historically, you're sort of trained like, oh, yeah, you know, we stopped smallpox. We did, you know, we did all these things, wonderful things with vaccines. But what people don't know, all right, for the public is the real reason we have a, a burst in, in population is basically clean water. Right. And, and I'm not taking anything away from vaccines. They help some things. But they the clean water has led to a major rise in population that is dwarfs everything else it's probably 95 percent right. of the reason that we have a rise in population so you need to put it in its perspective so all these people saying vaccines are fantastic and now you're just going to kill all these people yeah. no it's clean water that's the main thing that's basically done the job and to go to your point yes i think most of us including me really never thought that much about it um, and now that I look back on it, I see that was probably a mistake. We were letting it creep. I remember, you know, I don't know, Dell, if you remember this, but back in the, in the early 80s, they were saying, the, they cried wolf, like, if we can't get, you know, the, the lawyers off us, we're not going to make these vaccines. And a lot of us were like, well, that seems kind of unfair. You know, like, we don't, we want them to make good vaccines. Yeah. And so that story stuck here in most of the people in my generation. Like, oh, gosh, we don't want the lawyers. Of course, lawyers. you're referencing the 1986 Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, yeah. which took all liability away. The industry is saying we're losing money from death and injury. Lawsuits against us on vaccines. They said to Ronald Reagan, if you don't protect us from liability, we're going to stop making vaccines. And, of course, the exactly. medical industry said, whoa, don't let that happen. Give them the liability so we can keep this great life-saving measure And you remember, on the, like, on the it, it sort of paired with the smoking thing, with the smoking injury, like, well, we'll build an, we'll be in a fund like we did for smokers and asbestos. And it seemed like, well, okay, that's catching some of these people. Yeah. It seemed reasonable at the time. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's a, a pretty good place to stop, uh, you know, as they got into a couple of things. Now, there, there is, there is one thing that, uh, that they were, that, they, that I thought was interesting. And, and that was, did you pick up on, the population, you know, the increase in population as, as they came through all of the, uh, say, the illnesses, smallpox and et cetera. No, I, I'm, uh, I didn't catch and, that. And, I didn't. 
and of course, you know, they were trying to give all of the credit back then to vaccines, which we did, you know, right. the vaccines were done properly and allowing the bodies to do what they were supposed to do. But he said no, because they have done studies. And really, when you look all the way back then, you know, and bring it up to date, mm-hmm. what he's given most of the credit for us, as far as, you know, the population staying healthier and growing is water, clean water, because okay. there was so yeah. much, so many illnesses coming through water back then. Yeah. But once they cleaned that up, it, I mean, it will, and to me, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know the study. I don't know, you know, all of that, but I do know that there are third world countries right now that, 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 you know, we, we need water and there are so many deaths in some of these countries that, and it's all due to no clean drinking water. So, I mean, yeah. in that respect, that makes sense. So, but I don't know parts of the United States or the country that had to deal with that. So, yeah. Uh, but there again, the vaccines were totally different. And as we, we talked about back then, they essentially were a primer mm-hmm. to allow our immune system to do what it's supposed to do. And then, you know, the benefit was, okay, you're not getting disease and you are really putting up the barrier for herd immunity and, and a big part of that. So, right. um, and I, I, I can appreciate Dr. Urso going, you know what, we were probably wrong back then for, by not mentioning natural immunity often enough. Yeah. To get that in people's heads. Yeah. Now there's right. to me a, a, an individual, a doctor that's, that's humble. He's, yeah. he's willing to look at some of the things that he admitted, even me. He said, even me, I, I probably should have done done this or that. So, right. uh, wow. Well, I just I just wanted to make a, a spiritual connection again real quick because I did that on one of the other podcasts with, with one of the comments that was mentioned. Yeah, and he mentioned uh, water and population growth. Yeah. yeah. So a living spiritually, ah, you already went there. So spiritually in the Christian life, if you want to grow your spiritual population that's kind of a weird to, yeah but so to speak you need um christ or jesus mm-hmm. which is the living water yes yeah. and we need to i think of i think of clean water fresh water as water that's moving you know it's flowing it's you yeah know what I'm saying? because if it's still it's if, usually stagnant and there's bacteria that if gets it's there. stagnant it's so it, yeah it's absolutely yeah. so so if you're ingesting living water you can't just keep it to yourself good point you need to it needs to flow in you and through and out and 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 that keeps good that, point get, i like it and that does that not build the heavenly population oh, that it does it should anyway. that does good point yeah, i so. like that Okay, well, that's just another another vein for another show, I guess. <laughs> uh, good stuff, uh, boy, Doctor. I, I I love these kind kind of interviews because they're real. They're it's it's not reading off of cue cards as we should do sometimes. You know, it, you're speaking about <laughs> me again. Yes. I, well, see, now look, I could appreciate. See, you owned your stuff right uh, then. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that's well, that's you. admirable. Thank you. Yeah, Captain or Admiral. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Whatever. Right. <laughs> Generally speaking. Yeah. Okay. As we really digress, let's <laughs> yes. uh, let's let's go to the Lord in prayer here. 
Father in heaven, once again, we do thank you for the wonderful gifts that you've given us. We we thank you for all of these doctors and professionals, uh, such as Dr. Russo. We thank you for people like Dell who, who are assisting in getting this information out to, to us to benefit our decision-making, our family members, and, and those that are around us. And and Father, we we ask that you continue to guide and lead us, uh, show us how you would have us to go, what you would have us to do, be with each of those that have been damaged uh, or, or, or even harmed in, in serious ways from whether it be the vaccine or this uh, pandemic, the virus that's, that's out there that... Uh, that is not being treated for properly. There has been way too many people hurt needlessly. So we ask for those families to be to be uh, blessed, to, to be able to feel your presence in assisting, that they know clearly that they are not alone, that you are there with them. And Lord, as always, as we part ways, uh, we pay uh, ask for special blessings on all of our listeners and may every intent of our thought be pure. We ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 